SFM News with Tracy Valaitham. 8 o'clock, good morning. Disgruntled members of the Ains Youth League in the Northwest have expressed disappointment at the decision of the High Court in Pretoria. The court yesterday dismissed with cost their urgent application to interdict the league's national conference, which gets underway in Midrand this morning. The members claim to represent some 70 branches. They accuse the league's task team, led by Minister Natim Tetwa and Fekile Mbalula, of deliberately sidelining them because they did not support the league's presidential hopeful, Colleen Main. The group's leader, Tabo Molamo. The judge came with a determination that money that is spent or alleged to have been spent here uh, to prepare for the initial conference supersedes our rights in the organization. So we are not happy with uh, the predetermination by the judge. We saw that very unfair. In fact, we, we agree with uh, some members of the judiciary who say we are suppressed by politicians. That actually reflected even in the court of law today. President Jacob Zuma says there's a need for increased Chinese investment in Africa's economies to reduce the continent's heavy reliance on the export of raw mineral resources to the Asian giant. The president said this after meeting with Chinese President Xi Jinping at the capital Beijing. China's economic slowdown has negatively affected many resources rich African economies due to the plunge of the Chinese markets. South Africa will host the China-Africa Summit in Johannesburg in December. In an exclusive interview with the SABC in Beijing, President Zuma said African leaders should use the meeting to market the continent's development projects. We believe that Africa, this time around, would have more bankable kind of uh, projects that it would be able to present because China is ready to participate together with us. The fact that FOCAC is being held in South Africa, it indicates the Chinese acceptance of Africa as a partner. As Africans, we'll prepare ourselves to be ready to engage on very specific issues rather than just the generalized discussions. Meanwhile, Tourism Minister Derek Hanakam has again slammed new visa requirements, saying they are negatively affecting tourism. He was addressing the tourism industry in Polekwane. Hanakam says holiday bookings declined by 26% in June when the new requirements came into effect. Hanakam says they are in talks with the Home Affairs Department to come up with ways of preventing child trafficking while boosting tourism. Now what's happening is that SAA reported that in the first two months that 500 people had to be 500 turnaways. That's one airline in the first two months since the introduction of the Anabridge birth certificates. So there are a lot of problems along with it, but we're discussing these problems. We're looking for better ways of doing it without throwing away the objective of being part of the effort to combat child trafficking. KwaZulu-Natal Transport and Community Safety MEC Willis Nkono says the situation remains tense at the Kwamashu Hostel north of Devon as killings continue. Nkono says the motives for the murders are unknown. Milong Nkono says police are still investigating the latest murders of two prominent IFP leaders at the hostel. Under those difficult circumstances in July and August 2015, police managed to arrest 23 suspects involved in four different murder cases at the hostel. On Sunday, Mr. Kenge was shot and killed at the hostel. It was discovered that he was a wanted suspect and has been linked to nine murder cases at Guamash Hostel. 
A judge has ordered the former Guatemalan president Otto Perez Molina to be held in prison while hearings take place over his alleged role in a multi-million dollar bribery scheme. On Tuesday, the Congress stripped Molina from his immunity from prosecution. The BBC's Katie Watson has more. The president was ordered to go to jail as a preventative measure. The alleged involvement of high-level politicians in a corruption scandal that saw the country's customs agency defrauded of millions of dollars has outraged Guatemalans. Mr. Perez Molina resigned earlier on Thursday, days after he was stripped of his immunity and barred from leaving Guatemala. Although not formally charged yet, the Attorney General's office says it plans to bring charges against Perez Molina that include taking bribes and customs fraud. Your top story this hour. Disgruntled members of the Ains Youth League in the Northwest have expressed disappointment at the decision of the High Court in Pretoria. For Lotus FM News, I'm Tracy Vilatham. I'll be back with more news at 9.